I'm Brad. I'm Justin. And I'm the Cinemated. We're just three friends hanging out, chatting movies, not trying to lose a leg. We are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome to a new episode of The Cinema Guys. We have been away for a while. Last time we had a little break because I went and injured myself, tearing my Achilles. This time, the injury bug continues to roll its way through The Cinema Guys. Because Ashley had a little break. She had a break, literally. Literally. <laughs> Literally. I broke my ankle leg. Pretty, not not even just like a little break. A super break. A surgery required break. Yes. You have like a bionic leg now. Yes. So that that's why we've been away. If you're new to the show, usually, you know, we don't have breaks like this. But we love that you decided to click on us to listen to us. Did you just say you decided to click on us? Yeah, I guess people don't really click anymore, do they? I feel like that's tap. like circa 2003. Yeah, I mean, I am I am old. So, I mean, it's what old people do is click. Uh, I'm just really glad that you got that AOL disc uh, in the mail <laughs> and you were able to get online and to click on us. We're going to we're going to mail out Cinema Guys disc to people next. Yeah. And you can put it in, get 15 minutes free of the internet. Yep. Oh my god. Listen to part of the I episode. <laughs> Do you remember those, Ashley? Or were you like two? I do. No, I remember those. All right. Would you guys like to know what we are uh, we're discussing today? Yeah, because I don't know. I don't know. And I don't care. I know. You never care, but I'm going to tell you anyways. Well, this week we are discussing Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series from Disney+. Plus. So you like how when it's the series that Brad really likes, we can talk about TV. But anytime Ashley's been like, hey, can we talk about... <laughs> Yellowstone or something. Brad's been like, no, we do movies only. You yeah. guys got to talk about Yellowstone in an episode, so don't don't give me that. Oh, thanks I for just letting me mention it once. I, uh, oh, thanks, I just for, thanks for the permission, Brad. That's right. I gave you permission that time. Who's the Cinemaster? I Justin. am, right? Justin. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a rhetorical question, Brad. <laughs> I forgot that I am now. I have my power back. Well, he didn't use it for this episode, so we're talking Obi-Wan well, Kenobi. I like this show, too. <laughs> uh, we're going to start things off with a top this. We haven't done top this in a while. And then we will finish with our at-home recommendations. All right. What are we topping? What's the list? Before we roll into top this, I want to say we're going to have some Blu-rays to give away. So follow our social media for... The new film starring Chris Pine, The Contractor, on Blu-ray. Pine plays a discharged elite special forces sergeant desperate to provide for his family when he takes on a private military forces contract. He uncovers a deep conspiracy, sending him on the run for his life. And you saw this movie, Brad? I did see this movie, and it it was a pretty solid movie. I enjoyed it. I would say check it out, so... Let's jump into top this. All right, for top this this week, Cinemaiden came up with our topic to kind of go with the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. 
I did. Who's calling you out, Ashley, in case it sucks? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. If, if you guys uh, don't like Ashley it, did this one, not me. If you don't like it, let her know. Don't let me know. But we're doing our top three, and this is either film or TV show where child or somebody is kidnapped. All right. Top three kidnapped child movies. Movies or TV. I'll go first. All right. Go for it. And this is the best one of your list or the worst one? Yes. The best one. Okay. Labyrinth. Oh, that's mine. That's my number one. That wasn't my number one. That's my number two. It's a good one. Because it has your girl in it. Yeah, Jennifer Conley. Yeah, Labyrinth is is the best one, man. It really is. I wish they would make like a follow-up where the baby did not get to go home and stay with the Goblin King. He's the new Goblin King. Yeah, that'd be sick. Or maybe he does get home, but he grows up always having this part of him that he can't ignore. And he finds his way into this world and he is now the Goblin King. Now, why haven't they done this yet? They've remade literally everything and made sequels, and they haven't done the labyrinth yet. Jennifer Connelly hasn't signed on. That's why there were there were a bunch of comics that it did uh, taking the story, but I don't know what the the whole story of the comics were if if any of that played into it or not. But yeah, why haven't they done that sequel? Seriously, Jennifer Connelly could still do it. Is a big thing now. Labyrinth was both of your number ones. All right, Brad, what was your number one? I'll just start with my number one. My number one is City of Lost Children. Oh, that's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Starring Ron Perlman. Never seen it. It is a French film. You should check it out. You should you should experience international features sometime. I don't watch international film. I don't like to read. <laughs> yeah. You're so stuck in your own culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Then what's your number one or number two, Brad? We'll let you start with that. Well, my, Labyrinth, my number right? two, number two is Labyrinth. So City of Lost Children 1, number two, Labyrinth. My number two is The Golden Child with Eddie Murphy. That's a good one. I love that movie. I think it's hilarious. I I saw it when I was real little. I remember thinking how funny it was. They're like action-packed. And like the guy who plays the devil, I thought was real scary. And then they make the kid eat uh, bowls of oatmeal and blood. Yeah. Yeah, it's It's been a while since I've seen it, that movie. But yes, I remember loving that movie. I remember like he was like, ah. I, I, I want the naive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I love that movie. Anyways, I'm gonna go watch it. All right, Cinnamon, what's your number two? And my dad and I just watched this the other day. It was on TV, Man on Fire with uh, Denzel um, Washington, which is a remake of an old movie too. Oh, is it? It's yeah. it's real dark. It's much darker than I remember watching it the first time. But I was like, this is a really good movie. It is. It is really good. Denzel and Dakota Fanning. And it yeah. is. He, he's she was like, such a good little actress. He's brutal in that too. Brutal. But that is my number three. So, what? <laughs> oh well, Bradley, we have two of the three same ones. We do. This might be a a first in Cinema Guys history. Mm. Ooh, the first one was in 1987, The Man on Fire. My number three is Guardians of the Galaxy. It's about a kidnapped child. They kidnap. They kidnap Star Lord in the yeah. very beginning. I, I mean, and Gamora. It counts. You can't give it a roll your eye, Brad. I mean, it, on a technicality, he does get kidnapped in the beginning. Yes. It's not a technicality. It's a real thing. The whole movie, even the whole second volume is about the fact that several kids were kidnapped throughout the entire galaxy. And he was the one who survived. 
the the movie's about kidnapping Brad, and we right, forget about right. that because we think it's funny and good. But he was taken from his. You think about his poor uncle who loved him in the beginning. I'm like that guy probably lived a miserable life of feeling like he just lost his daughter, I guess, or maybe his sister. Then his grandchild's gone. It's sad, Brad. All right, all right, all right. I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I did want to throw out. I did think Ransom was really good as a as a uh, honorable mention. No, that was a good movie. Back when Mel Gibson was cool. And then, did you ever see A Perfect World with Kevin Costner? I don't it, even hardly remember. It's it really much. good too. Those two are my honorable mentions. I did not. Have and then, like Gone Baby Gone, of course, because that's like world destroying. And and all the the Taken movies. Yeah, oh yeah, the Taken movies, which <laughs> I've never seen any of them. Isn't that crazy? Really. really? Yeah, I mean, I know it enough to be like, I have a set of skills, but I've yeah. never seen them. I I, I always think, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch them because I'd like to. But for some reason, it goes on Brad's The Boys list. I'm, it just never get to it. <laughs> I've only seen the first two. I've never watched the third one. Well, that, that was a that was a quick top this because we had a lot of crossover. Uh, I only did two. <laughs> now you did your third one. No. Oh, no, she didn't do her third one. What's your third it one? It was Taken. No. Dang it, I just made that up. I just wanted to see if I could. <laughs> what was it? So since you went a uh, little guardian to the galaxy, I'm gonna go okay Boone and uh say I can speak because she was she was kidnapped as a child. That's so sad. Okay, Boone. That movie sucked. That movie did not suck. It was a wonderful movie. No, I'm just kidding. Brad's just mad that he didn't think of Guards of the Galaxy himself because he chooses yeah. not to see the plight of Star Lord and only to see his own fun <laughs> version. It, it's true. I was upset that it's my favorite Marvel movie and I didn't pick it. Yes, exactly. What did you think of our picks? Did you have any of your own that you'd like to add to it? You can just go to wearethecinemaguys.com and you can contact us. You can message on Twitter, email us, call us. Did you know we got a phone call recently? Oh, yeah. What did it say? I, it was for our giveaway, for our Sonic the Hedgehog 2 digital code giveaway. Someone called. And, and who was it? it? I, I don't know who it was, but... They won. I would have to say that anyone who is willing to call in is definitely listening now. So yes. thanks for doing that. You should call in again and just leave a little message and say, Brad, you Guardians of the Galaxy is a kidnapping film. <laughs> All right. Let's move on and talk some Star Wars with Obi-Wan Kenobi. The key to hunting Jedi is patience. Jedi cannot help what they are. Their compassion leaves a trail. The Jedi code is like an itch. He cannot help it. Where is he? And as we always do, you know, we we like oh, yeah. to this ruin is these. Super spoiler alert. Yes. I mean this we're we're gonna talk all six episodes. The finale just aired this week. And so we're gonna get full ruinsies as we call it. We'll start off and give Kind of what we thought of a, a brief, what we thought of the show, non-spoilery with a, a rating, and then we're going to jump right into it. So, what did you think 
We'll start with you, Justin. What did you think of Obi-Wan Kenobi? Ah, oh, dude, I love it. So I think it's so far it's one of the best of the shows that they've been doing since Disney Plus came out. Out of five, what, what would you give the season? Oh, the first I've season? never rated TV shows. Yeah, so, I never have either. So. But this would definitely be in the five range, probably. Four and a half, five range. Okay. Cinnamon, what did you think of Obi-Wan Kenobi? Disclaimer to people listening, I've only watched half of the series. Well, you've only watched half? I thought you've watched everything but the last I've watched episode. five episodes. Are there ten? Oh, yeah. No, no, there's six. only six. Oh, okay. Then I've watched all but one the last episode. And I'm fully aware that I'm going to get a spoiled. But so far, it's a solid four for me. I really like it. It's just not, it's not my headspace where I'm at right now. So I haven't been watching it. As this isn't really healing my headspace right now. This isn't really <laughs> vibing with me. So. I don't need Jedi's at the moment. I sort of need ER doctors. So I'm really into ER. No, yeah, no. So, but yeah, Why do you love I'm, ER? giving, I'm giving four stars because it's four really, stars. really good. Okay. I mean, if you're enjoying it up to this point, I think you will. You will like the finale. Okay. And I, I'm with Justin. It's one of next to the Mandalorian better star wars they've done i thought as big of a boba fett fan as i am i felt it was just so 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 i'm glad this one kind of oh yeah boba fett was definitely so so and especially coming right on the heels of barf night (laughs) i think it's really good oh my god and by that he means moon night i think they all got it All right, so from henceforth, we are going to dive into it. We're going to ruin it. I know we're going to get away the finale because I know there's huge parts of that that we want to talk about. But starting off, I just want to ask, what did you think of the overall story of, you know, he starts out on Tatooine and we get to see young Luke with Uncle Owen, Aunt Beru, but then something happens to Leia. So he has to, like, he goes off because... Bail Organa calls him and says, I really need your help. I need you to help me with this. Like, what did you think of that story? By the was... way, he is aged fantastic. Oh, Jimmy Smith's? Yes, Jimmy Smith's. He looks amazing. He is aged well, unlike uh, Hayden Christensen. Yes. Madden looks is... older than Obi-Wan. He's looking, he's looking a little old around the edges. <laughs> so he all this taken with the idea that I a, love Star Wars and love this show. It is the dumbest thing in the world to me that that he's on Tatooine, uh, Luke. Really? Why? So Leia goes, gets a new name, goes to a planet that no one knows, <laughs> but he goes back to the planet where his father's from with, with the, the same, same last, last name, name as his father, <laughs> and they're having a hard time finding him? Like... You mean you didn't look up the Skywalker? Oh, the Skywalker kid? Yeah, he comes into town with his uncle. Oh, like, Skywalker. Like, they didn't change his name. He should have been a new name. But but he's on the same planet, the same last name, living in the, like, the place where his grandmother lived. Like, they did not hide him at all. Like, yeah. So no, the no, fact that-, that they're, like, having trouble finding, like, I know they're not <laughs> looking for Luke. And I get that. So they don't know he exists which is probably helping him. But uh, it just seems like maybe they would have been like, hey, that just is going to add so many possibilities. Let's just take him with some remote planet that no one knows. Or like, give him a new last name and he'll be cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's definitely been one thing that uh, 
people always joke about is really <laughs> you have Anakin Skywalker, Shmi Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, any relation? No. Well, and in this like galaxy that's so big, a lot of stuff seems to happen on Tatooine. Yes. Which is supposed to be some remote planet where nothing happens. Well, even even with uh, Kenobi, whereas Obi-Wan, I'm, just call me Ben. You're not the Obi-Wan, you're not the same Kenobi. No, I'm Ben Kenobi. Oh, yeah, must not be you then. Yeah, you look similar, but um, okay. That said, I do love the whole like premise of Jedi. I love their whole like Jedi will out themselves because they can only do good. They'll always intervene. So yes. Jedi like sort of find like I, I thought that was a really good premise. Like when the Inquisitors the come in and they knew the Jedi was in the, the little like cafe store, whatever it was like this Jedi is going to jump in and, and try to save the day. Do you feel like the Inquisitors are a lot more cooler and powerful in this than they are in, in the cartoon? The Inquisitors ne- and the Rebels, they never scared me. I was, I was like, you guys suck. You're like only slightly force sensitive. Whereas like when you saw Ahsoka and Vader and all them, you're like, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. But in this one, they seem to be fully powered Siths, not slightly powered i didn't find the grand inquisitor quite as menacing as i thought he was in rebels but definitely the the fifth brother and then you know reva who what is she the third what do they call her third sister third sister yeah i mean i i thought she was pretty powerful yeah right so she i mean and you found out she was a trained youngling yes young young which i I call it from the very beginning. I knew from the very like first episode. I go, oh, she was the the black girl who was running away in the very beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. the first scene when Anakin comes into the temple and um, the I'll others. tell you what I did did not see coming because I was like, okay, she's gonna her problem is with Obi Wan is that he never came back and abandoned them or whatever. But I did not see that she actually was trying to kill Vader. That's that yeah. was a surprise for me. I did like that they kind of because. Exp- you know, it, people. A lot of people probably haven't seen Rebels bef- before seeing this, so they're probably like, "Who are these Inquisitor people?" Like explaining yeah. that most of them are Jedi that have have fallen to the dark side. They're not Sith, but they 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 work with Vader to hunt down and kill all the Jedi. So, what I want to know is what happens to the Inquisitors? You know, later on in Star Wars, why don't we see them in? You know. A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. They get destroyed, man. Ahsoka's going to kill them all. That's what happens. You think, you think that's what's so. going to happen? Like the Ahsoka series, she's going to come in yeah, and take man. them out? She's going to be badass, dude. What did you think of this? The first, at first, I was a little bothered by it. the first meeting Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. Oh, you didn't like weak Obi-Wan? Well, it wasn't that I didn't like weak Obi-Wan. I tried to, I was like, wait a second. All I had in my head was, you know, the last time we, you know, his his comment in A New Hope, where he's like, last time we met, I was the, whatever it says, you were the master. I was the The student, the student master kind of thing. And I was like, well, does, does that throw it off that, you know, you haven't seen him since episode three and meaning in between. But then, 
obviously when you see him in the finale when he 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 turns it around and basically whoops Vader's ass again. Yeah. Dude, okay, okay, well. That's it. So I judge a lot of Star Wars by lightsaber scenes because they get so trite and boring. So I love a good one. And this was a good one. That last uh, Obi-Wan where he kicks his butt. And I love that because the next time they fight, I'm presuming, will be on the Death Star where he just surrenders himself and Vader kills him. Yes. So Vader yes. never gets the satisfaction of being better than Obi-Wan no. ever. I love it. I mean, he, he had the the slight satisfaction when he kind of beat the weak Obi-Wan, which I did love that scene the way he, he was just walking through that town, just like snapping necks and killing people. And he gets to Obi-Wan and he just pulls Obi-Wan into the fire to burn him. Like he got burned. And I was like, this is the Darth Vader. We've never really seen. This is the Darth Vader that this is why everybody fears him and thinks, you know, he's the, he's the big baddie. Cause he's never yeah. like that in the, in the, yeah. in the movies. Well, you get a lot of that in rebels, a lot of good Vader yes. stuff. Yes. So my big problem though, with the finale, with the confrontation of Vader and Obi-Wan is Obi-Wan's destroyed him. He's got to have his mask off. And I love that Vader gives him some absolution. He says, Hey, you didn't kill Anakin. I did. Yeah, and then he says, Obi Wan looks at him and says, "Okay, with well, an Anakin is truly dead." So, a that takes it to when Obi Wan tells Luke, "Vader killed your father. He was, you know, was sort correct. of telling the truth, yep. which is cool." But there's no way I think that Obi Wan would have then let Vader live. Why wouldn't he have go- gone and killed him right then? Like, there's no like knowing that this guy's going to go and mass murder billions after this yeah he's not going to kill him like especially now that he knows that anakin isn't even a part of this being anymore i feel like it was weird that he walked away and let him live especially in the weakened state that he was like yeah oh here's your chance to kill the worst person i mean obi-wan's killed before yeah to kill the worst person that's existing on the world right now and the earth and you don't i thought that was just an odd choice I think it was still a conflict in him, even knowing that the absolute that Anakin is truly dead. He still couldn't bring himself to basically kind of kill his brother. Like he says in episode three, you were my brother. My brother, Anakin. I did it for democracy. <laughs> I love when you do voices. So then do you get the idea that he leaves this cave that's close to Luke to go be a hermit out in the Dune Sea? Out in his little hut that we see in yeah. A New Hope. That's kind of what I'm guessing. And, you know, on his travel out, he stops to to see Luke. And, you know, he he gets the, the line you hear from Obi-Wan Kenobi a couple times in, in the saga. He just sees Luke and he's like, hello there. And it was like this nerd moment. And as soon as he did, I was like, yes, he said it. That's right, too. <laughs> I mean, but they did leave it open to where there could be more adventures of Obi-Wan. They probably aren't going to intertwine with Luke and Leia or Darth Vader. But you did get the idea that he was in full power again and could go stir some stuff up. Correct. I mean, they did leave that open to be able to do that, especially if he's moving away. He could just kind of pop in and be like, yeah, they're fine. Uncle Owen, Aunt Beru's got things covered. 
We didn't. We glossed over, but I love the little girl who played Leia. I thought she nailed it. I thought she was so good. She was. Awesome. I loved how they introduced the holster. Oh yes. So you know Leia's costume. Ashley has a gun holster with her white outfit and then the brown boots, uh-huh. and the gun holsters from the woman. I think you saw this episode, episode five. The woman who died to protect them. Yeah. Obi Wan gave her that girl woman's holster, and she puts her little robot in it. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, but like that's the holster that Leia has when we meet her later on. Well, I love all the outfits they give her because they even like one point she's wearing like the green almost kind of a overcoat kind of thing. Like she she looked in Return of the Jedi when she's in on indoor and she always had the little the little braids kind of circular where they made her really look a lot like leia looks in in the later movies and i love the how they did it yeah that little actress was just so good oh yeah she was she had she had that she was attitude. So sassy. yeah when it makes you like i know the comic books did a little bit more with leia as far as her being pretty badass as far as like kind of knowing how to fight but she really was so smart she really used her intellect to be a good senator and politics like and you don't get to see that a lot in the movies, but I like that they kind of showed that out of, out of her in this, which is cool. Yeah. Now, do you think, I mean, what we see here, this is 10 years after episode three. The Empire is in control of the galaxy. The Rebellion still, I feel, very in its infancy of trying to rise oh, up. Do you think Ice Cube's son is going to have another role? As, who that's, is he? That's as what I was just going to ask. His, his character's name is Roken. But do you see him because the Andor series is getting ready to come out this year takes place from what I've read. I believe it's just a just a year or two after this. So it's going to kind of be a continuation of this this timeline. Can you see him or even even Reva? You see her show up in that series. I don't know about Reva, but I didn't like her character. That's why. Um I didn't I didn't care for a character at all, but I liked him, especially because his line was, I'm just getting started. So yeah. I was like, oh, he's either someone I don't back. know or he's definitely coming back. Yeah. Now, what about uh, Camille Nanjiani? Do you think we see? Oh, him I anymore? love Camille Nanjiani because I just love him anyways. But I love that he's in it. I hope I, I would love to see him again. What about I looked it up and I couldn't find any positive answers. But did you know who any of the frozen Jedi were? When no. they were in, when Obi Wan saw them all. No, I don't. And yeah, I, I that's something I I want to look up to see if I couldn't any find a clear answer, other than they were just Jedi and younglings. But I couldn't find. I mean, I didn't look hard, but I I couldn't find anything that was saying who they were. Or when Obi Wan saw the with like just the bag full of lightsabers, they're just like mm-hmm. you know, here's all the you know, there's Jedi out there, but. Oh, yeah. I bet somebody knows who all those lightsabers belong to. Yeah. There's some nerd and they haven't posted yet or (laughs) they're hard to find. So you would you would like to see a second season of this. I know. I mean, I also like things. I like things being over. Like, I'm I'm down with that. Like, hey, we saw it. So I don't need it. But I mean, I would definitely watch it. I see. I love when it's just like a one and done. Like that one Star Wars movie loved. They all died in the end. Now, this originally was supposed to be just, they just are listing it as limited series. It's supposed to be just a season, but there's been a lot of talk because this has been one of the most watched series 
on Disney Plus of the possibility of bringing. Has, is it more than Mando? Yes. Wow, really? I mean, Obi Wan well, Kenobi. This is pulling in the old crowd. Yeah. I mean, you're bringing yeah. everybody. Hayden Christensen, which, even though he looks very old in the flashback scenes when, you know, they're doing yeah. a little training, it was still great to see him back as Anakin Skywalker. I mean, I've always, I love him as an actor, anyways. And you could tell, like, when in the end, when Obi Wan takes half his mask off and you just see that yellow eye in his face, like, you could tell that's Hayden right there. And I thought maybe at one point he was going to scream out again, I hate you, but I, I'm honestly kind of glad that they didn't like call yeah. back to that. I mean, there were a lot of callbacks, but I mean, I feel like this one more than any other of the Star Wars shows has felt like Star Wars. Yes. If yeah, that makes I sense. And I think this in Mandalorian, I think they're, they know there's, I mean, there's a big gap. Well, Mandalorian takes place after Return of the Jedi, but yeah. there's gaps in, you know, between episode three and four, a lot of story to tell there. And then on the flip side, where Mando is, I mean, there's lots of stories that can be told of of those yeah. times. I mean, we're getting an Andor series that's taking place after this. I'm not 100% sure where the Ahsoka series lands time-wise. Mm. I don't know if it's in Mandalorian's timeline or doesn't it take place like right after mandalorian because she's going out don't we know that she's going after grand admiral thrawn i thought that was kind of confirmed yeah because uh the way rebels ended the grand admiral thrawn and the jedi kid grogu <laughs> no not grogu <laughs> the kid in rebels kanan oh ezra ezra, ezra. yeah grand admiral thrawn and ezra are missing and uh, Ahsoka and Sabine are going to to find them. So I'm hoping that 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 series brings Sabine in. We get to see. Hopefully, we get to see a live action Sabine, and then it's kind of them trying to find those two. I don't know. We'll see. Obviously, they keep a lot of the stuff tight lipped, so they're not gonna <laughs> give us too much before it happens. Yeah, that makes sense. Apparently, um, a friend of mine who plays the Fallen Order game, Star Wars game, said there's a ton of like just fun callbacks to that game if you ever played it, which I didn't. So, oh, like kind of Easter eggs, or yeah, I, I assume um, some of the names they said in that shelter were. I know one of them was a character that's from Clone Wars, I believe, that Obi Wan had ties with one of the names that she read on the wall. Yeah. Sure I figured all those are important. Do. I just didn't know they were. I mean, I'm a star Wars nerd, but I'm not a deep, deep nerd. So, I mean, I read a lot of the books, but only the Timothy Zahn ones and the first couple of the other ones. I didn't get deep into that and they're all not canon now. So I don't know, but I would love to see a second season, but also I'm fine with this just being a one and done kind of like a, a one-off yeah. comic book of like, okay, here's a limited series comic book. All right, let's move on. All right. Anybody have anything else to add to Obi-Wan Kenobi? I know Cinemaiden, you haven't seen the last one yet and we, you know, spoiled some of it, but That's it's still okay. worth a watch. I knew what I was getting into. The only thing I feel like I really spoiled is like that Anakin kick or Obi-Wan kicks his butt. Like, but I don't know if you saw that coming. I mean, oh, I think that that's the only that makes other sense. one. 
I guess, spoiler is who shows up at the very end of the episode that oh, excited yeah. Justin. And Ashley likes him too, I think. Our boy Qui-Gon. <gasps> Qui-Gon Jin? Yes. Yeah. In I like love spirit in, in Jedi spirit form. <gasps> I love Qui-Gon. No, me too. He's my favorite Jedi. I know through the whole series they alluded to it because he kept, you know, trying yeah, to talk to his master. Mm. And then you from episode one, I'm like, he's gonna, he has to show up at some point. That makes sense because I was just thinking when you said Clyde Jane, I was like, oh, he did get to talk to his master. He did, which I thought was really cool. If we get a second season, do you think there'll be some ghost, force ghost interactions between Obi Wan and Qui Gon? Force ghosts. Force ghosts. I really hope that one day they remake that last scene in the last um, Skywalker. What was the last one? Rise of Skywalker. Yes, oh. when Ray, when Ray goes, and I have all the Jedi, and it should and, have had all the Jedi ghosts behind her. Oh yeah, so yeah someone, uh, someone, someone did it yeah. on the internet. Yeah, I know. It's just so good. It was so much more powerful. It's like it was almost lazy that they did it. Like it was right yeah. there. It was so lazy. Oh yeah, they could have easily dropped that. In. It was. It it was so much better. And if I would have saw a scene like that in the theater, I probably would have like almost stood up and be like, "Yes, just, yeah! all of them right there!" Like I would have gotten goosebumps. <laughs> all right, I think that's it for Obi Wan Kenobi. All right, let's move on to at home recommendations. I've watched a ton. Ton of Ms. movies, Marvel. ton of shows. We definitely got to show up, Miss Marvel. Oh, did you watch the new season? Miss Marvel, the first episode I thought was great. I haven't caught up on it yet. Oh, wait, sorry. I, thought you were about, I always get this mixed up. Not Miss Marvel. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is what I always get mixed oh. up with. <laughs> I watched that one, too. I love Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Miss Marvel is like a new Disney show that's not really related to Captain Marvel, but sort of yeah. quasi related. Sort of, kind of, but not really. And then uh, Weight of Talent, you know, Unbearable Talent with Nicolas Cage. I really I haven't like watched this that movie. yet. I haven't I'm going to so it. It. see if my dad will watch it with me tomorrow night. Hold on. You haven't watched it yet, Brad? I haven't watched it yet. I want to. What's really wrong want to. with you? This is like your stuff. Uh, I know. No, excuse me. Nicholas Cage is my thing. <laughs> that is definitely not true. C- color out <laughs> of space. Do you think that's true? Yes, I love Nicholas Cage. Hold on, not because uh, of the movie season. This is new knowledge to me. <laughs> it's kind of no, new knowledge not. for me too. The it's button, always been Brad who literally made me a button set. Literally made me a button set of Nicholas Cage's face because it's my thing. I mean, I believe your sincerity right now, but <laughs> I don't know if you've articulated this in the podcast in the past. How would our friends? How would our friends know this and make me buttons and not Brad? I don't know. I, I don't know. I never thought I, of their I have buttons. Cage buttons too. They, but they uh, I just them for always me. assumed it was Brad's thing because he geeks out over all these stupid movies. <laughs> okay, so I don't like Color Out of Space. I just like him as a person. I think he's wildly weird. He is. And I mean, maybe I knew that that you liked him as a person, but I, I like him know, as a person. But I wouldn't see you like go if oh a new Nicholas Cage film's out. I gotta go see it now. <laughs> uh, but I see. I also talked about this movie a lot. Maybe not with you, but I talked about it a lot. 
I mean, it does look really, it was really good. I really liked it a lot. It, it looks good. I'm excited to watch it. I plan on watching it here soon. It was better than I thought it would be. And like kind of real too about his real life. And he's not afraid to make fun of himself, I guess, which is cool. It's worth watching. Any others that you have? Did I watch any other movies? I don't think I've watched many movies. Just been a lot of shows because there's so much came out all at once. The new Stranger Things season was good. The I new uh, I'm watching The Boys right now, and that new season is fantastic. Um, I'm getting ready to start the Umbrella Academy. So I'm starting so that. Much. I'm starting that soon too. Yeah, there's so much to watch right now. My friend Anna, I know you guys know who she is, but she said that the first episode of the Umbrella Academy, she was actually howling out loud laughing i'm excited so fantastic show and i think you watched it brad we haven't finished yet we're only on season three or episode three is um god's favorite idiots on netflix (gasps) i watched all of it it's my favorite i was was the the one Uh, excuse me justin this is the second time that this has now happened tonight okay sorry i thought it was brad on the i have not watched it it was the cinnamon who told us i we should check love it it's so funny yeah, I know. Uh, I think the same night you mentioned it, Kristen was like, hey, let's watch this. And I was like, oh, yes, Brad just said something about it. But it wasn't Brad. <laughs> I mean, it, the legs, it was the legs that threw him off. He's like, it's yeah. one of them that's got a leg thing. One going of the on. broken one. Did you does, do you guys like it? Do you think it's funny? Oh, yeah, I love it. I And not I just funny, but I like love the premise behind it, too. Yeah. Like, I love everything they say about God. They get into more theology stuff like the later that they go, and it's pretty funny. Yeah, no, it's really good. I like it a whole lot. I really, I was reading an article about it that was like Melissa McCartney ruined her husband's show because it's her husband's the producer. He created it and he's the star of it, and she's also the star. But they were like, she's the most annoying character in it. I was like, I think she's hilarious. That's dumb. Like, because I've watched a lot of them talking about it, and they both are so giddy about it and love it. Yeah. And they were so, did you see their like little toast to the world because they were like number two watched on Netflix. They're like, oh, we no. were just behind Stranger Things. Yay. <laughs> like, oh, that's so cute. Uh, I they, love them. Yeah. I think they really seem to have a good relationship and uh, yeah. I like, I like them. It's a good show, Brad. You should totally watch it. That was going to be on my at home recommendations. It's a, it's a good, like uh, light, you and light Kara show. watch too. Yeah, like it's not heavy. It's not. It's kind of like good place vibes, sort of. In the good place, it reminds me a lot of the good place. Yeah, is that all you have, Justin? I think that's it. Cinnamon. What else? What else do you have? Um. So I was gonna say the God's Fear Idiot, and then the second one is actually your wife, Brad, told me yesterday about this show called The Morning Show, and I've heard you've been binging on it. I have finished five ep- five episodes, which they're an hour long a piece. So that's a lot of TV for me in the what last show is day. This? It's called The Morning Show. It's on Apple TV. Oh, yeah. I've, we've seen it. Kara was like, give it till episode three. And I was like, I'm 20 minutes into episode one and I'm hooked. There is so much female rage and I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good I've, show. I've only seen the first episode. I liked it. I, I haven't continued on yet. So I didn't care for the second season that much. That was just okay. But the first season's fantastic. Uh, there's a new show that just came out, I believe today. I'm sorry. It comes out literally in an hour on the 24th. It's called Loot. It's the new one with Maya Rudolph. It's on Apple Apple TV+. Plus. So okay. by the time that this comes out, I will probably have binged all of that one as well. Hmm. I haven't heard of that one. 
Yep. Apple TV plus loot. It's Maya Rudolph. One of my favorites. Okay. All right. That's it. That's all you got. All right. I have a, I have a couple shutter picks for you for all my shutter friends. All my, my sticky am friends. <laughs> the first one is called mad God. And this is a stop motion animated horror film that is done by Phil Tippett, who does a lot of visual effects. So he's done effects for Star Wars, Jurassic Park, you name it. But he's been making this movie for 30 years. And it is awesome. Brad, did you watch that one horror one that I watched on Netflix? Snake Bite or Snake Bait or Spider Bite? Spider Bait? The... It's a horror one. It's Chris Hemsworth and Miles Teller. I haven't watched it yet. It's on my list. It's good. I think you'll like it. Anyway, I didn't like it. I think you'll like it, though. Okay. Uh, the other one I just watched today, it's called Reveal Revealer. And it is basically kind of like the, the rapture is happening. And this one girl who's like all the Bible thumping, like, strip bars they're outside of a strip club so all the strip bars you know adult store people they're evil they're bad but then she has to retreat inside and then her and a stripper have to like team up to like try to get out of this and it it was actually really good that's fun another one cha-cha real smooth on apple tv oh you watched it i did i want to watch it it's on my list it's it's pretty good i i won't give anything away there's a couple parts towards the end i'm like i didn't like that but overall, it was it was very good, very feel good. And then my last one I watched today, you're gonna laugh. Beavis and Butthead do the universe. They, you know, I'm still a teenager and I love stupid humor like that. So no desire. Are they <laughs> Disney property? No, this is on Paramount Plus because they were in uh, Chip and Dale. Well, I mean, there are a lot of people in Chip and Dale that aren't Disney property. So oh, okay. <laughs> but no, this is on Paramount Plus. And what's funny is the bit kind of premise of this is they go through a black hole in 1998 and end up in 2022. And it's Beavis and Butthead from the 90s if they were in present day. That's funny. Oh, so they're super not woke. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll have to watch it. I never, I was never allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead, but I would sneak in an episode every now and then so I could talk to everyone about it. So I, I only got pieces of Beavis and Butthead, but I liked okay. it but only because I wasn't allowed to like it. That's why I liked it. You're like, ooh, I'm going to sneak this. It's, uh, yeah. it's the forbidden fruit. Yes, that and The Simpsons. Wow, you weren't allowed to watch that. No, no, right? All right, so that will do it for another episode of The Cinema Guys. We will be back sometime. <laughs> with a new episode and make sure you subscribe so you never miss it until next time maybe we will see you at the movies Fast Five is the one. Where they turn into superhero movies, which we've had this discussion before.
I think I agree now, though, especially after Hobbs and Shaw, where there literally is a superhero. Oh, so. yeah. 